0: This is Well Basically
1: with your host, Mike DeSilva and Sam Weeks. Well Basically. On today's episode, Mikey and I have been really enjoying talking about programming and other things, so we continued that trend, periodization. What is it? It's a big word. How can you use it? Do we like structure in the gym? You're just going to have to listen and find out. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. This is...
0: Well, basically.
1: Um, I don't think I like the taste of water anymore. Do you
0: know the Muffin Man? No,
1: no. You know how we had that conversation about uh, people doing water stuff on TikTok?
0: Oh, well the water. Ah, uh, have you been adding things to water? Um, that guy. <laughs> Just add bubbles to water. It's
1: nah, bubbles. I don't feel like bubbles quenched the thirst adequately. I I think it gets in the way of the quenching, nah,
0: because it's bubbly. My my ultimate dream, just to remind you, is to have a a tap that um, distributes. distributes. Those
1: exist. Why don't you just get one installed? Oh, in this economy, you can do it (laughs) downstairs. Just replace the tap. You could install it yourself. Make it a a promo. Get hyper focused on that and build a design water tap. Yeah, you could do that. Be a complete waste of time, but you would have sparkling water at the end of it,
0: on tap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes, indeed.
0: Oh, that's the only clever thing I'm going to come up with today. Is it? That's all I've got. Yeah,
1: I messaged Mikey very late on uh, Saturday evening because I had a friend drag me to Palms, which is a, it is a gay bar. I would say popular, famous. What would you use to describe it? It's only the second time I visited. Infamous. Yeah. The only other time I've been there was with CD. you. In fact.
0: Oh yeah. Years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It years, years. It was, it's actually the, um, I was telling Mike, it's probably the worst lit well, the worst. I'm going to say it's the worst nightclub, but it, that's what makes it really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the seedy underbelly. Wow. The lighting.
1: It's so bright in there. It's like you're staring at the sun. Um, it's full of uh, men, <laughs> which is not a problem. Obviously, I knew what I was in for when I went there. I knew what you signed up <laughs> yeah. um, And the music is what you'd expect, but none of the DJs can actually mix the tracks together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get into the groove. Followed abruptly by "I will survive." Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, the drinks. Uh, sometimes you'll get a very Probably stiff. A you, sometimes you'll get a very stiff drink, and sometimes you'll be like, "I'm pretty sure this has no alcohol in it."
0: <laughs> yeah, because Mary behind the bar has been swigging it all night.
1: Ah, uh, yeah. What a what a time! And the reason why we went because I was with a friend, and um, we were watching. Uh, we were at another gig, which was like rock music. It was really good. I saw one of the. Greatest band, live bands I've ever seen in my entire life. They're called Cash Savage and The Last Drinks. I had never heard of these guys before, ever.
0: That's a great name.
1: And they were so good that I purchased not only the record on wax, but I also bought a T-shirt. That's
0: a lot of purchases.
1: I know. I was like, these guys, take my money. You deserve it.
0: In this economy?
1: I know, I know. I'm I had to leave the venue to go get cash out, <laughs> come back and buy it. And I talked to the lead singer and I was like, that was amazing.
0: So they only sell, uh, and they're only selling things by cash with cash. Yeah. So,
1: and they're called cash. So I guess it might be a bit, I don't know. Maybe I can't describe the music. It's like cool. sort of, sort of punk slash Aussie pub rock slash. Like it's a little bit like it goes, Oh, I, I, if I explain it, it won't do it justice, so I'm not going to listen to them. Go see them live, actually.
0: It's ACDC mixed with Blink 182.
1: Ah, no. Ah, uh, no. I'm going to say not at all. But they were really good. But we, we had to leave because my friend who loves to party just goes, I think I've just taken maybe too much MDMA. <laughs> And I was like, well, this isn't the place for you, is it?
0: <laughs> let's, let's get it to the palms. Let's get you out of to here. the palms, <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
1: uh, And, yeah, I think that scratched, scratched his itch. <laughs> My itch was scratched as well. I hadn't been there for ages and I was thinking about it.
0: Ah, okay. Got a song for me?
1: Let's do it. Feeling, I've been feeling disco-y all week. Very disco, funk, funk, disco. Very disco dancing.
0: You're in a biennial disco groove.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode ah, oh, this isn't 150, is it? I think it, I think it might be. Yeah. The joke is, I always forget the, the what episode number it is. Can you believe we've sat down 100? What if I'm wrong? I should probably check that. Uh, Let me do the right. intro. Welcome, welcome, welcome episode about to find out of the well basically podcast welcome to first time listeners second time listeners third fourth fifth you guys who listen every week we love you very very much so much <laughs> it is 150 150 oh my god thank you to all the guests we've had <laughs> over the years <laughs> Thank you to the our uh, two lovely co-hosts who we had for a little while. Layla Galassi. And Katie. It's
0: almost three years.
1: Almost. <sighs> Shout out to medical professionals. That's how I'm shouting out today. Emergency... Ah, uh, nurses and paramedics. There are words coming, Mikey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like waiting. <laughs> it's dance music. You make it work on the weekend. Yeah. Mm.
0: What have you been listening to of late? Like, anything? Mikey you recommends. Never
1: make work on a and that's saying something.
0: Well, I've gone. I've gone backwards to my. I mentioned Blink One Eight Two. Oh, okay. okay. I'm going through a, a 1999. Early 2000s phase. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's very nostalgic. I see. Yeah.
1: I've changed uh, the music that I've listened to while I exercise. Yeah, it's now intense modern jazz. <laughs> Is that weird? Not if you're Liza Minnelli. Uh, I'm not. Are so you sure? It's weird. <laughs> No, it's really good because I think I get so my head gets so locked into the music that it distracts from the uh, how hard the workout is that I'm doing. It makes me not
0: present, which is good, I guess. You're tuning out to it. Yeah, you just in eh. it. Yeah, yeah. I've been vibing that. I've been hearkening back to my to my school days. I don't know why, and uh, rediscovering them. Right, you know they put out they put out a single like two days. I'm going ago. to their
1: concert. Yeah, God, you, you hope right that they don't just play the new stuff.
0: Surely not, because it's bad. <laughs> I'm kind of into it. Are you? It's very nostalgic. I'm in a very nostalgic mood. Okay, I'm getting old. No, <laughs> everyone gets the, everyone gets old. It's true. It's nice <laughs> to look back. I'm preventing it. I shave every night, so I look well, you, as youthful doing, yeah. as po- possible.
1: I put. <laughs> Four types of cream on my face, morning and night. And I tell you what, my pores, they be shrinking. <laughs> You'll be
0: looking like a fetus <laughs> yes, any day it, now. I'm going, I'm like beating the button, I'm going backwards. <laughs> I'm excited to be a fetus. Aren't we all?
1: <laughs> Should we talk about training today? We've been enjoying talking about training over the last couple of episodes. So I thought... Well, Mikey thought, actually, that we talk about periodization. I mean, we were going to get into it last week. But uh, the questions were too good and too fulfilling the week before. And then we had some other stuff to talk about. So we're going to talk about periodization. What is periodization, Mikey? And my mouth is really messing that up.
0: It's got too many vowels. Periodization. You've got to get the tip of the teeth. What the is periodization? The, <laughs> the tip of the teeth, the tits, in the tongue. Well, uh, this... Uh, Emerge for me because I just need a simple way to tell people what to do on the gym floor because all these children have so many questions. Mm-hmm. And don't uh, call them children;
1: that's demeaning. Oh, you work at a university. Makes sense. Sorry, I take it back.
0: Yeah, the, the kids, the yeah. kids, I call them. Uh, so I just needed a some basics to tell them. But as always, I go down a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I need to palm this off to Sam <laughs> to tell me what to do because. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can, it can get very, you can get very complex. You can periodize, you can periodize. There you go. See, it's a hard word to say, isn't it? <laughs> for like athletes and all this sort of thing, but for the general, for the general gym goer, um, I don't think it needs to be that complicated.
1: Right. How have you been incorporating into what you've been giving people on the gym floor? How would you ex- like give me an explanation of what you
0: view period? Oh my God. God, that's, that's weird. What you VP is. It's a lot for your mouth. <laughs> it is. Uh, so I've just been keeping it super basic, maybe too basic, and saying to them four to six weeks, do a deload week, switch it up. That's that's pretty good. Because I probably shouldn't be giving them too much information either. Otherwise, no one will want a personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you'd be surprised by the number of personal trainers who give away too much information. Um, Shall we say, see what Google says? Yeah, go on, Googs. Periodization is one way for the sports th- sports phys- physical therapist to approach the design of resistance training programs. Prioritization is defined as the planned manipulation of training variables load sets and repetitions in order to maximize training adaptations to prevent the onset of overtraining syndrome i wouldn't say it's to prevent overtraining i would say it's to provide your body with ongoing stimulus in order to ensure that your body doesn't uh, get stagnate or like you stop progressing in what you're doing well, it's both though right huh Yeah, I mean, it is kind of both. Yeah, yeah, I guess it is it is both. It's like basically training management in a structured and organized way uh, in order to – yeah, it is actually, right? Yeah. I guess I –
0: Remember that period I went through when I was like, periodization is like too obsessive for for me and I'm not going to do it? And then I had to walk the back and be like, oh, yeah, I'm overexercising because – I haven't planned this out correctly. Mm. So I was incorrect. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and do you, do you think that it's important for everybody today,
0: periodization, if you're training in the gym? I think it's a good thing to think about. Mm. Even if they're just, because you can fall into that trap of just going and going and going and going. And I see some people that have been doing the same thing for months and months and months, literally months. It's pretty classic. And like
1: people who just start at the gym, particularly males, uh, who will just go and they'll be like, it's chest and
0: bicep day again yeah same thing more weight more weight yeah more weight same muscles more weight same muscles so previously where i would have said i don't think it's something the general population needs should have needs to think about because it's uh too obsessive now i'm like actually maybe it's a good thing yeah, well, it's to, about, a good way to approach it's training. how to scale it right for for the individual so let's let's kind of set
1: up a program let's say you're Training uh, really intensely. Let's go with bad, bad, bad example. You train like six, seven times a week and you're just going in and doing whatever. Um, you don't take breaks. Uh, you don't know how many reps you're ever going to do. You don't know how many sets you're going to do. Um, and you just kind of, you feel like you're not progressing in any way. Adding some structure, a program where you are doing X number of reps and X number of sets certain body parts on given days and splitting stuff up a bit can be quite beneficial because a, if you're training the same muscle groups, the, like the same ones every day, <laughs> you don't really get a chance to recover. And this is something like I have swung like a pendulum back and forth on training the same muscle groups, like back to back or like more frequently, because there are there's so much information in terms of, how often you should be training stuff, but what it really boils down to. And the annoying answer for all of you is that it is, there is so much variability on individual to individual. I can have someone train them like really hard out there. Let's say we do legs and they'll be cooked for two or three days. I can train another individual. They come back on Thursday, like my legs are fine. Let's do legs again. I'm like, you were like pushing, a 10 out of 10 on the RPE. Like you look like you're about to explode and you're fine. And this is boils down to, to sleep, nutrition, all that stuff. So it's, it's a hard thing to start. It seems like a lot to start with. And the best way to start is to just start with a basic program and go from there.
0: And take your little rest and recovery in between. Yeah. Well, this is, this is See, the thing. So, I, for me, it has actually become more of a, uh, a way to make sure that I don't overtrain mm. because I'm not, I'm just focused on enjoying training and moving well, but you can still overtrain when you're doing that yeah. you and still end up just going and going and going and going and going. so it's still a nice way to make sure I pause and think, okay, I've done this for this many weeks back off, come back to
1: Yeah. It. So how often have I been doing that? No, no, <laughs> You could have just lied then and been a really good fitness podcaster. But I have to be honest. Um, I can be honest. I have not done any form of program for probably two or three months. Uh, I lied. I did do it last week. uh, I had a break. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about breaks. I'm talking about actually like periodization and programming. Because I just thought like uh, I was in the gym so much and just teaching spin basically. So I was like, I'm just going to not structure this. if I have to do a cover it's like well I'm supposed to train legs tomorrow but how am I I going to manage that so now it's kind of just like do do what I feel like which is fun and I probably should get back to some structure but I don't really have any goals
0: like fitness goals at the moment you've been in flow in between it's not bad
1: yeah so it's like okay like I've kind of gone off the handstands and all that stuff I'm just kind of I don't know I think I'm just trying to become an electronic dance musician, really. (laughs) And just, uh, there was nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, I mean, this is all very, very good applied to other people and it gives people structure, particularly people who have, um, busy lives and are like struggling. If you give people some structure in terms of that, they know what they have to do and they can go on and do it. How often structure with flexibility, structure with flexibility. Yeah. Um, And that's like on the personal trainer to manage that. Like I'm realistic with some people. Like if I've got, I've had a few new people recently and it's like, let's be real. You train once with me. Let's try go once on your own. And if that's too much, we'll program so that we're getting enough volume in the one session with me. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's about managing that and being realistic. That's the most important thing when either designing a program for yourself, which maybe some people who are listening aren't up to that yet, or picking one or getting someone else to design one for you. Be honest, give them as much information as you can, and tailor it to a realistic expectation of how many times you can actually go to the gym a week or over the period of six weeks. Because if someone programs you a a four-day-a-week program and you make it to two for the six-week block and then all of a sudden you're getting a new program,
0: it's like, well, you haven't really fucking done the program, have you? Yeah. Realistic goals. Smart goals, maybe. We used to call them, didn't we? Can't remember what that stood for. Someone will send us a message and let us know. (laughs) Sexy muffins
1: are really talkative.
0: (laughs) That is
1: exactly what it means. Um, But how often would you say, and I don't know, how often do you take a break from like a structured program?
0: Uh, Well, I tried to take a break last week.
1: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like
0: his cute little dumb face. (laughs) That's my, uh, yeah, I haven't been doing what I should be doing.
1: Oh, that's okay.
0: But I've also been enjoying it. Okay. But I know uh, even though you're enjoying it, you should still take a break.
1: Yeah. And like w- when we talk about this is
0: what we I we're also open. have trouble remembering how many weeks I've been doing something. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. So what you're not writing stuff down. You need a spreadsheet really? on a
0: Google Drive like I give to my clients. Do you want me to write your
1: program, Mikey?
0: I own a MacBook and I write- post-it notes and stick them on my macbook that is how i operate <laughs> that's what we're dealing with here mate which someone if my f- pointed palm out to could me,
1: go further through my face
0: <laughs> it would i have the notes stacked on top of each other <laughs> and my macbook open okay yeah i'm out the gate mate Ah, uh, yeah you are
1: <laughs> you really are. well if you want me to write you one i can
0: yeah, that might be nice. Mm. Um, you can monitor my behavior. Yeah, I can. <laughs> um,
1: so, I mean, the the deload, which is something that is generally incorporated into a structured workout program, is important, but it also doesn't necessarily mean that you just don't fucking do anything for a week. Like, uh, I've suggested, again, it's like it's so individual. I've suggested, like, if someone really fucking loves going to the gym and, like, they want to go. Sometimes it's good to tell them not to go, but also you just go. Okay, you just go in and do light shit for a week, like, and it's not nothing heavy. We're not pushing the boat out. We're talking about like five, six out of ten on your RPE scale. And a lot of people find that really hard. Who really likes to push it? Like, yeah, just chill out because it is important. If you keep on hammering, it actually your train goes backwards. Yeah, I- in most cases, and I hear this rhetoric all the time. They're like, "You don't need a deload. You fucking do." <laughs> Sorry, you do need some time away in order for your body to rest, recover, recuperate, so you can go back in and do it again. This is not between sets. This is in between training blocks or mesocycles, as we like to call them. Mm. You know what a mesocycle is Uh, I can't remember So if I'm Meso macro and What's the other one uh, (laughs) I need really talk about mesocycles I don't really get into the Because like If you're training for someone For four to six weeks Like that'll be the first mesocycle And the second one Like the program is varied And I will change That's where you change things Like reps uh, Tempo All the stuff And then you might do I might do three or four mesocycles But in between each of those I always program a week of, I don't know. Go for a bush walk, mate. Sit down, do do some running, do something. But like not not like specifically to what we've been doing in the gym, you know. But it's good. It's nice. Programming's great. We'd get you in, right, you on. I know. Uh, look at it and me coming full circle. We could get. We could just film uh, a bunch of exercises. You doing a bunch of exercises and talking about a bit of shit could be quite fun. Uh, Get makeup on. One of my clients, actually Andrew, who you know, he's like some eyeshadow. He's 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 convinced that we should just get a bunch of clients um, to do like a really sexy photo shoot, but also like unhealthy. So like you get like Andrew and like a G string, but he's doing a deadlift and he's smoking a cigarette at the same time. And he's like, we should do like a calendar for your gym. That would be amazing. I'm like, no, Andrew, you just want pictures. <laughs>
0: he just wants a calendar of himself yeah (laughs) i'd buy it Um, andrew's boudoir yeah
1: (laughs) um we should get him back on as well i need to send him a message about that
0: yeah uh on a related note i'm still trying to i'm still having trouble convincing people to pull back on the weight and focus on technique it's doing my head in oh really i mean it's not doing my head in that much because i just walk away yeah (laughs) but uh very hard to convince people
1: yeah but it's a, yeah it is an art it's an art getting people to do that like persuading people to do that yeah you got to give them a shit sandwich well, what you're doing is really good and i'm really impressed with the weight you're lifting but and also point out things here's here's a little uh, hot tip point out things that where they might be feeling it they the, the wrong yeah. you know what a shit sandwich is right you say something good and then you say something bad and then you say something good again I just cut to the chase. I know, but that's like <laughs> if you are trying to talk someone down who's got a big ego, it doesn't really work. It's like, hey, that looks like shit. Do something else. Drop the weight off. It's not gonna work. You gotta go. Wow, your muscles so sexy, and then <laughs> go. Your form's really bad,
0: um, but your muscles look great. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't feel like many of them have egos. They're just convinced that they need to keep. Pushing heavy. heavy, yeah, but that's just not the case.
1: The most, uh, sort of, here's, here's something really funny like, most of these people I'm assuming are chasing like muscle gain, hypertrophy, yeah. Really yes. heavy weights don't do that.
0: <laughs>
1: if you're put like, if you're doing like five by fives or something that was sold to people for a really long time as like a hypertrophy program, mm. no, <laughs> it's not. You need to be up. You need to be higher. I would say eight or more generally. And I don't, I'm not one for black and whites, but for most people, that is the case. Full stop. Strength, amazing. Look at Olympic weightlifters, right? Not the guys who are in the heavyweight categories, but the guys who are the strongest in those lightweight categories. Like what's the Asian guy? Something Liu, Chinese, he's Chinese. Um, He's like 70 kilos. Yeah, they're tiny. And strong as fuck. You know what he does? He trains for strength, like raw strength only. Yeah. So And powerlifters are in a different category category. Sure like sure they carry a lot of muscle and they're big, but they're trying to put on a lot of weight to
0: move weight. So they just eat like freaks. I did have to because this uh, <laughs> this is one guy that comes in, he's really he's really nice. We get along well. And um he asked me what he wanted a percentage on his deadlift on on where he is to perfect technique, and I was like like five five <laughs> i mean it's if you go from zero to an olympic weightlifter oh yeah i mean so i had to talk him talk him talk him down
1: but also like there's there's heaps of things now that like that no one deadlifts gonna look the same right like but you can pull with a oh, run yeah. you can pull with the a back like that run it
0: up a lower back
1: no have you seen it no. So you can do it I'm, like you can do it like this. If your erectors are strong enough, I wouldn't coach it to people who are um beginners.
0: Um I've seen like really good powerlifters provided a you
1: Yeah, provided you can brace your core sufficiently. It's actually fine apparently. I've never tried it. <laughs> Too scared.
0: Let's all hold off on that for now <laughs> and just stick with our conventional. I will do some <laughs> research maybe we can talk yeah. about it next week. I mean I'm interested. Yeah. But uh and I also think for the general gym goer No, going with those traditional safety cues are probably good for now.
1: Yeah, correct. Thank you so much for listening. Well, basically, if you want to find Mikey, go to his house. His address is come over. Uh, You're a small Have a a cup of tea. (laughs) His Instagram is www. Oh no, I've messed it up. (laughs) Well, basically, Mikey. If you want to find me, you can find me at well basically Sam. The website is www.wellbasicallypod.com. You can go there and look at stuff. You can see Mikey at Palms this weekend, or you can go to his house for a cup of tea.
0: What are you doing this weekend, by the way? Just crying. Don't do that. (laughs)
1: I was trying to get you out of the, your crying um, room on
0: Saturday. <laughs> Just wailing on the balcony. Yeah. <laughs> well, basically, that's it.